At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, this is week four of the Circuit College Hoops Challenge. This is VSIN tonight presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, and we use DraftKings lines in this contest in the first four weeks of the regular season. Will Hill, my co host tonight, the defending champ in this contest, and we're joined by Tim Murray, host of VSIN Primetime. And, Will, one thing you have to admire about Tim Murray is that when things aren't going right and the and team he plays falls behind, he always stays cool, calm. He never gets upset. He never goes on Twitter to post messages out of frustration. You have to admire that, right? 16-39 into the, first half, into the second half, they're losing. I got the messages. I, you know, I, I sympathize with him. I can be a little emotional during the games, too. But that, that was interesting. I think he had Ryder tonight. Uh-huh. And they're up 12 at half, and three minutes into the second half, they're losing. They end up winning. So, look, you, you got to take a deep breath sometimes and just let these games unfold. But well, I get it. Just get I, it. I think it was like a reverse jinx tweet from Tim Murray. Tim, is that what yeah. you tried tonight with uh, Ryder? It, it worked. Anything you can do. Uh, Will Hill, he and I of the uh, the ginger fieriness. Uh, I've hosted some shows with Will. Will is, uh, I would say, of similar ilk in the yes. uh, in the fiery category of uh, of our bets not going the right way. So, uh, you know, takes one to know one. Well, speaking of bets not going the right way, we had 60 plays in this contest last week, Tim, and uh, we went 20 and 40 as a group. <laughs> And uh, we got to do much better here this week. That's the worst contest week we've had, either we in the Friday night football contest. contest. What's that? I said we need a weekday contest because the weekdays, uh-huh. I think, for for most of us, and I think, you know, the three of us bet very similarly. And I I think these weekdays have been really profitable. And I don't know what it is, but this, even the week, the Saturday before you started the contest, Matt, was probably my worst Saturday I've ever had in my life. I mean, it is. It's it's been wild how the the differences of weekdays versus mm-hmm. weekend. Last Saturday was probably one of the five worst Saturdays I've ever had. Maybe it's like a buffet. There's just too much to pick from <laughs> and on, the, on the menu. But I did see in the v email overnight written by Bill Eighty that Tim Murray 
17-2-1 on his college picks the last three weeks on V-CIN primetime, but 5-10 and 10 on his <laughs> contest selections. And, uh, Tim, we got to get things turned around here in the contest, and hopefully this is a good Saturday for us. How do you feel about the card this week? I don't know, Matt. I, I, I want to <laughs> say I feel good, but uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel pretty confident in most of these uh, in these plays. Uh, situationally, uh, for a lot of these teams vying for NCAA tournament bids, but who knows, Matt? I mean, uh, that's the that's the type of confidence you came to uh, Vsin tonight for a uh, big old shoulder shrug of I don't know. Well, let's start with a uh, game in the morning that's going to be our top consensus play, Tim. You're on it. I'm on it. Will Hill's on it. We have some others on this. Baylor is a home dog. I knew this was going to be a popular home dog. And uh, I'm going to stick with it anyway. Yep. Baylor is a two-and-a-half-point dog to Houston. This was early morning, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time tip in Waco. There is a three out there now at the South Point, two-and-a-half at most spots. We get two-and-a-half in this contest. Tim, why do you like the Bears as short home dogs to the Cougars? Well, you got the bounce back opportunity, right? Coming off of a Tuesday night loss to BYU um, for Houston. Uh, I wouldn't say there's going to be much of a hangover, but that was a really intense game that they won on Monday night against Iowa State. And, uh, you know, I think when you look at the Big 12, maybe more than any conference this year, I don't know, maybe outside the Mountain West, because uh, the top part of that conference, for the most part, home teams tend to hold course. But uh, you look at just teams and how they have thrived at home uh, so far this year, Baylor, no different, uh, wins over Oklahoma, Texas Tech, Iowa State. They do have that triple overtime loss to TCU, but uh, this is a team that at home in that uh, kind of uh, smaller barn that they've got going on there in Waco is a team that thrives here. Uh, a really elite offense, top five in the country in three-point shooting percentage, top five in the country in uh, adjusted offensive efficiency. And look, uh, I really like this Houston team. Elite defensively, tough as nails well coached, but I just think this spot for Baylor uh, is, is really a big opportunity for them to, uh, to try to take care of business against uh, an elite Houston team. So, uh, yeah, uh, catching two and a half, three, obviously two and a half for the contest. Uh, but if you're going to bet a team, in my opinion, I'd rather have a team that is, you know, elite offensively and maybe struggles defensively versus this Houston squad. We've seen in the NCAA tournament the past couple of years, uh, guys, the teams that have gotten Houston, right? You look at Miami, red hot from the field in the Sweet 16 just a year ago. Uh, a couple of years ago, I guess Villanova is a bad example because that game was just as terrible as it comes when it comes to scoring. But uh, I think those are the types of teams that could give Houston some trouble. I think Baylor has that capability, especially at home. So uh, let's ride with the Bears, sick them uh, tomorrow morning. And Matt, you know it. Those noon Eastern games, uh, we thrive in those. I hate I, it. I don't think uh, you've ever it. given out a loser in that noon Eastern window. I hate it. I, I almost always lose the 9 a.m. games. You start the day 0-1, you're in a bad mood from the start. I hate to play these 9 a.m. So, I don't know. Let's hope for the best. Hope for a miracle and Baylor gets a win. Will? Tim, Duke versus Wake. This is a game that was on my radar. I actually had to wake. I think it was plus 7.5 a couple Mondays ago. It was a brutal beat. Duke got a dunk and then Wake missed a free throw. But – Decent spot for Wake. I, I just wasn't into laying the two, two and a half. But where are you at here with the Demon Deacons and the Blue Devils? Yeah, well, uh, to be honest, you know, personally on my personal card, it's it's the money line. And obviously we've seen the market move against us a little bit here down to two. So you never like to get a, a bad number. But uh, I had Wake circled uh, for this particular spot in Winston-Salem, taking on a Duke team that, let's be honest, has been really impressive here in this late 
stretch. You know, last Saturday, I know it was a popular pick in the contest. Florida State plus the points, and they were able to get that cover. And then during the week, I stayed away from it, looked at it, uh, and Miami got their doors blown off by this Duke team. Duke, you know, has the makings of a team that could make uh, a deep run. But I, I look at Wake Forest, a uh, desperate spot for them because there's just not a lot of opportunities. Maybe the Clemson game to wrap up the regular season, guys. But if they win this game, uh, right now, most bracketologists have them on the outside looking in. I, I think they jump in the right side of the bubble with this victory. As you alluded to, Will, uh, this is a team that played Duke very competitively at Cameron. Brutal beat just uh, two weeks ago uh, with the late dunk. I think you get the best effort from Wake Forest. Uh, don't love laying two and a half. I think you're paying a tax uh, for the spot. Uh, but I do think Wake Forest takes care of business. So I'll lay two and a half for the contest. Personally, uh, I've taken the cheap money line uh, on uh, on the Demon Deeks. I think they get it done uh, tomorrow. Uh, I wish this game was on Raycom Sports, though. <laughs> How about Ole Miss and South Carolina? Luster's come off South Carolina a, bit, a little bit, a couple of bad losses. They've got a week off now. Ole Miss is at home, another fringe bubble team. Uh, who do you like in this game? Yeah, I think the, the only thing I don't like about this spot, Will, is what you mentioned, that South Carolina has had a full week off to maybe lick their wounds a little bit. Uh, but this is a South Carolina team that, you know, Lamont Paris really has has done a phenomenal job uh, with this team, getting them to 21-3, and three, uh, a couple spots where they were, you know, big uh, double-digit dogs. You know, you think about that Tennessee game where they went on the road and won that game outright. Uh, but then, you know, a couple Wednesdays ago, Valentine's Day, they get their, you know, absolute – you know, you know what kicked in. They lose by 40 to Auburn, lose to LSU. Uh, I think Mississippi, another one of those teams, guys, that is just desperate for a victory. I, I think Chris Beard, uh, Matt, I know he's one of your favorite coaches out there. Uh, they've fallen on tough times. They've lost four of five, uh, depending on what bracketologist you look at, kind of on the outside looking in. And, you know, you've got Alabama waiting in the wings on Wednesday, which will probably be a loss even at home. I think this is a desperate spot for Ole Miss. I think you get the best effort from the Rebels coming off a loss earlier this week on the road against a rival. Uh, so that's why I'm rolling with Ole Miss here at home against South Carolina. All right, Tim Murray, host of Prime Primetime with us. Uh, Tim, the, the games had just missed uh, my card uh, when I was trying to whittle it down to five. I almost played Wake, almost played Kansas State, almost played Arizona State, and almost played UConn. Will is on UConn. Uh, laying yep. a big number, but the next one we're going to talk about is Kansas State because I made numbers on a bunch of games on Wednesday night, and I had BYU as a one-and-a-half-point favorite at K-State. I was hoping it was going to open a little bit higher because I wanted to take the home dog here, but that's what we get, Tim. We get one-and-a-half with K-State. Yeah, I mean, BYU, for the most part, uh, what they've done so far with Mark Pope's squad, Matt, they've they've been great uh, on, the, at, on home court. Um, you know, you think about year one in the Big 12, their football team uh, did not play great, but their basketball team is, is an NCAA tournament team, and they're coming off a really nice win at home against Baylor. Uh, it's, it's been Jekyll and Hyde for this BYU team, home versus the road. Uh, I mean, you think about last Saturday, one of the games I left off my card and I was kicking myself about it was Oklahoma State at home against this BYU team, and they won that game rather comfortably. So you look at you know this BYU squad on the road in conference. Their only win is a game at West Virginia. And then Kansas State, uh, I mean, I don't even know if they're even near the bubble at this point. Uh, they've lost seven of eight. Uh, their only win in that stretch, a home game against Kansas. But uh, I think you get a, a, a maximum effort 
from Jerome Tang's squad, and maybe they can get a little something going here uh, with BYU and West Virginia in a three-day stretch uh, to try to get to 17 and 11, and and maybe in the best conference in college basketball, have an outside shot to make the NCAA tournament. But they mm-hmm. need this game, no doubt, against BYU, uh, and uh, I think you get it from uh, from the Purple Cats here tomorrow. 6:40 on the rotation. K State plus one and a half. I like that play as well. Tim, we got about 40 seconds for your last game. I did not put this in my final five, but I like it. Are you fading Washington State off the big win in Tucson? You're taking Arizona State, number 760, Arizona State plus five and a half. Yeah, and uh, just real quickly, you know, a couple games that left off my card. UConn, I thought you were paying a premium, but uh, definitely one that I like. Uh, Thought about fading George Mason after their big win over Dayton. They go out to Loyola of Chicago, but uh, ultimately landed on this one. Uh, Arizona State, who uh, it's been a brutal year, obviously, for for Bobby Hurley's squad under 500. He might be fired. Uh, but uh, I think, you know, this is the clear letdown spot for Washington State. First time ranked in 15 years. They go to Tucson. They get the uh, incredible win, the four-point play late in that one. So I'm going to fade Washington State here and uh, think Arizona State gets their best effort and keeps it close against the Cougs on Saturday night. All right, we'll recap Tim Murray's plays here after the break. Tim, have a great vacation in Hawaii. We'll see you in Aloha, about- boys. <laughs> At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, if you're looking for a betting edge on college hoops, VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN pro subscriber today. Get the daily best bet emails, the plays, 
from the Circuit College Hoops Challenge. 24-7 video access. The betting guide and bracket breakdowns in March. Full access to vcin.com with the betting splits. Updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. vcin.com slash pro. vsin.com slash pro. Back here on the Circuit College Hoops Challenge show. Matt Humans with uh, Will Hill. And, uh, Will, we have one contestant this week who did not get his picks in by the deadline. We know it's not David Deneen. We know it's not Tim Murray. It's not you. It's not me. So that whittles down the uh, group. Uh, but we have contest rules. we got to follow the rules. So the contestant who missed the deadline by 50 minutes sent his picks in with an excuse at the top that said, sorry, I was at a bachelor party. Here's my place. Uh, Will, we take plays before the deadline. We don't take excuses after the deadline. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, he, he, there, there's rules. So um, that's uh, how, how does that work? That doesn't count. The losses don't count. It's just a matter of accumulating points. So it's just a, a loss and a chance at accumulating points, correct? At zero and zero. That's okay. what he gets this week. Nothing. No losses. At zero and zero. So he's going to stick with his record. This happened once. Uh, in two years in the Circuit Friday Football Invitational. I remember the football. I remember it was somebody who was doing well. Was it Kenny, Kenny, White. Kenny White? Kenny White, yeah. who was uh, near the top of the standings, and he actually took an 0-0 and uh, got knocked out, fall, fell all the way down the ladder where he got eliminated, and uh, we didn't hear from Kenny again. He, he said he fell asleep. He was on a cross-country flight to New York, got to his hotel, fell asleep, blew the deadline by about three hours, sent his picks in late, and said, sorry, uh, three hours uh, late is not going to cut it, but hey, man, it's going to happen. Real life situations get in the way. Bachelor party, not a good excuse. If you know you're going to be at a bachelor party, send your plays in well before the deadline, before you get to the party, right? We got a four hour window today. Will, you're the first guy every week to send your plays in at 3.05 p.m. You like to get the, as close to those opening numbers as you can. That's your philosophy here, right? Yes, and for the most part, it's worked in terms of getting the better numbers. Those better numbers have not translated to uh, to wins. It's funny, last year it did, this year it hasn't, for, again, for whatever reason. But uh, brand new start tomorrow, just going to try to, you know, a 5-0 will change how I feel. i got to get out of the basement. got to get back to respectability and then, then, uh, th- then just go from there. I mean, it's all you can do is just uh, just play the ball where it lies and, and go forward and try to have a good week. 5-0 will be great. Four and one be okay. Three and two would be acceptable. Anything that's a, a winning week would feel oh, good. Oh God, help me if I have another one at four oh five. You might, <laughs> I, you might, I might go the Kenny route, Kenny White route. You might not hear from me again. You can't quit. We've only got seven weeks in this contest, and this is week number four. The last three weeks are going to be the NCAA tournament, and you got a lot of plays. We're fifteen plays in to a forty-play contest. All right, Tim Murray, recap what the VSM primetime host played this week. Baylor plus two and a half, the top consensus play. Uh, this week, Bears, short home dogs to Houston. Third week in a row, our consensus play has been going against a top-five team in college basketball, and the first two times did not go well. Kansas State plus two, home dog to BYU. Wake Forest minus two-and-a-half against Duke. Ole Miss minus two-and-a-half against South Carolina. And Arizona State, a five-and-a-half point home dog to Washington State. I considered Arizona State here. And, uh, Will, talking about that Wake Forest game, when I made numbers a couple nights ago, this game I was actually the most off on in terms of uh, I made Duke a a two-and-a-half-point road favorite, and I I wanted to play Wake. 
So I actually think the odds maker got ahead of it here by making opening Wake a one-point home favorite, open the right home favorite here, because I do think uh, the money was going to show up on Duke and you, excuse me, on Wake, and you couldn't make Duke the favorite. Yeah, and it's interesting. Usually if a team's going to be overvalued, if there's going to be a tax on a team, it's going to be the public team. It's going to be Duke. Duke. It, it, yeah. It's unusual that they're going to uh, they're going to tax Duke's opponent. Uh, and it's interesting, maybe without Coach K, Duke is kind of flown under the radar here. This is still a good team where nobody really talks about them as a title contender. It's a lot of UConn. It's you know, Houston, Arizona. Um, Duke, Duke has flown under the radar, but I, I agree with everything you said. I mean, this is a spot for Wake. I like Wake's team. They can shoot the three. They're getting a little healthier. I thought that was a more competitive game than the final score indicated a couple weeks ago when they played uh, in Duke. But, again, laying two and a half, I just don't know that you're getting a great number here with the Demon Deacons. Hey, well, here in about 10 minutes, we're going to talk some NFL betting with uh, the quarterback props that are up there. Justin Fields, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, some of the quarterback movement that could happen here in the offseason. And the props that are up at DraftKings, we'll do that in about 10 minutes. Let's talk about some more college hoops games here. And uh, one that is on Tim Murray's cards, Ole Miss, South Carolina. And I guess you could say South Carolina was the number one surprise team from a positive perspective in college basketball up until about a week and a half ago. Ole Miss got off to such a hot start under Chris Beard, but a lot of empty wins against weak, t- weak opponents. Ole Miss right now, I think uh, one of the first four teams out, definitely on the outside looking into the tournament. So this game uh, means a lot for both of these teams. Did you, did you consider playing the Ole Miss-South Carolina game? Yep, it would have been Ole Miss or, or yeah, nothing. Okay. I like Beard as a coach, the home team. I think South Carolina, look, good story, but – uh, I don't know that that offense is going to travel. I mean, they were 11th in the country uh, you know, 10 days ago. I think that was a little bit uh, much. So, yeah, it would be Ole Miss or nothing again. I, I like Beers. It would be interesting with a, a lot of big-time jobs coming open, whether it's Ohio State, probably Michigan, Louisville. I wonder if Ole Miss keeps Beard. I mean, Beard's had plenty of issues, but I wonder like, – that guy can coach. We know that. He's going to win wherever he goes. I wonder if he's uh, if he's long for Ole Miss there. Uh, he's had one issue. That was at Texas, and that cost him his dream job. I yeah. still, you know, if I rank the top coaches in college basketball, Chris Beard's oh, in my right top there. five. He's in my yep, top he's five. Right there. It's he's been really that good. way. Yeah, it's been that way for a while. And I really thought that, you know, if he set out one more year, Indiana, Ohio State, Louisville, one of those big time jobs, Chris Beard was going to get one of them. I don't think after one year at Ole Miss, he's going to jump ship and take maybe the Ohio State job or the Louisville job. Maybe a year from now he takes the Indiana job if Indiana waits a year to fire Mike Woodson. But I think right now it's probably too early for him to leave Oxford. Would you agree? It's possible. I, I never know the dynamics, the backroom deals of, hey, you get an opportunity and you go. Or I, I don't know enough about that, but like I, I think we're on the same page where he's a hell of a coach and it lines up where some of these jobs are opening up and uh, he's going to be a hot commodity. South Carolina was 21-3, and took a 40-point loss. At Auburn, and then a one-point loss at home to LSU. Blew a lead, and that was a bad loss to LSU on uh, a week ago, Saturday, and trying to avoid a three-game losing streak. And then after this, South Carolina goes to Texas A&M. So Gamecocks definitely hitting a speed bump here. How about a high-profile game in the SEC? Alabama at Kentucky. And Wes and I talked a lot about this uh, game last night. I made the number of Kentucky minus two. I said, uh, Wildcats are not going to be home dogs here. Maybe two is a bit high. Maybe the number is one and a half. And uh, we're seeing Kentucky as a real short home favorite here. Uh, Alabama off a tough overtime win, too, and Kentucky off a last-second 
loss to LSU. So the situation sets up, I think, a little bit better for the short home favorite. I like Kentucky here. I think I got them open at a pick them. So, mm-hmm. um, again, got a nice number. We'll see if it matters. Bama's good. It's interesting. Bama is really takes it to the extreme with, hey, we're going to either get a dunk, a layup, or a three. I mean, their shot diet is so interesting. They're so efficient on offense, but they're not the same. You know, we can say this about a million teams. They're not the same team away from home. Only shoot, I think, like 30, 31% from three on the road. Yep. So that's uh, a big part of their game, and they don't defend as well uh, on the road. It's just they feed off that home crowd with the threes, with the defense. Lexington's a tough place to play. Again, it, might be crazy to bet this Kentucky team because you don't know what you're getting with them. I mean, you, they, the highs are high, the lows are low, but I think this is a good spot for them. We started to see some signs of the defense. They, I thought they defended against Ole Miss that game Tuesday night, like 10 days ago or so. They played really well at Auburn, held them to 50-something points in Auburn, which is not easy to do. So we're starting to see some signs of life. Uh, the, the LSU's loss was definitely a bad spot, but I'll, I'll bounce on. The, I'll bet on them to bounce back and win this game tomorrow. You got the best uh, line here. This opened the DraftKings Pick'em at 3 p.m. Pacific time. It was picked for 10 minutes. You send in your plays. It moves to Kentucky minus one. When I sent in my plays, I got Kentucky minus one and a half. And uh, right now at Circuit, we're seeing Kentucky minus two and a half. So, uh, Will, that's where the uh, sharper money is early here. Does that make you feel better or you don't care? <laughs> I can't feel too good about it. It hasn't mattered for me. I wouldn't be surprised if this closes three, though. At three, I feel like at three, that would be the the, the point of resistance, don't you? Where at three, some sharper better start to buy back Bama plus the points if you get to three. Yeah, uh, possibly. It's uh, I do like the way Bama plays, too. So um, with such an emphasis on the uh, three-point line. and But like you said, they don't shoot to three at as high a percentage on the road. And they're also off a really tough uh, game, I think a draining game a couple of nights ago, which is why the situation sets up a little bit better uh, for Kentucky. I'm seeing actually a three and a three and a half at a couple offshore books wow. right now, but I wouldn't call those the sharpest offshore books. I think three is going to be the ceiling uh, for this Alabama-Kentucky number. That's 1 p.m. Pacific time to tip, 682. Will and I both on Kentucky against Bama. And that one. All right, we'll talk NFL and quarterbacks and how you can bet these props when we come back on VSIN tonight. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, let's talk some football on VSIN tonight. Pause. We're going to hit pause on the Circuit College Hoops Challenge, Will. And uh, look at the quarterback carousel in the NFL as we get through the offseason. And the salary cap's taking a big leap, which is going to help a lot of teams with uh, movement under the cap here in the offseason. But the Bears have the number one and number nine picks in this uh, NFL draft. And they also have a quarterback in Justin Fields that they're not sure what to do with. Uh, Will, before I tell you what I think is going to happen and what should happen, what do you think the Bears should and will do with uh, Justin Fields? I think they'll trade him. Uh, even if you think Caleb Williams and Fields are equal as players, uh, and look, Fields ha- has shown his flashes, but his record is what it is. After three years, you pretty much know. Uh, Caleb Williams is younger, and he's going to be cheaper. The best thing you can have in the modern NFL is a good defense and a, a cheap quarterback on a rookie deal. That's what they're setting up to do. So, look, I, I mean, people let's say Caleb Williams is generational. Maybe. We heard Trevor, we heard Trevor Lawrence was generational. Uh, I mean, he's an average quarterback, maybe slightly above. So I've given up on trying to figure out who's generational, who's not. Caleb Williams should be pretty good. We'll see. 
but I just think it's a it's a numbers game. It's a money thing where uh, I just at some point you're gonna have to pay Fields big money with Caleb Williams. You got the basically a free quarterback for a few years. You got defense. You got picks. So I think that's the way they probably go. Cash and Fields for I don't know what what can you get a second rounder. I don't know that you get a first rounder. Maybe you do. Maybe you get a first rounder and you have to swap picks in some other rounds, something like that. But looking at the board, I think it's properly priced. Atlanta makes some sense to me. Him and Bijan Robinson in the same backfield. That's a lot of speed. That's a lot of different things you can run in terms of like the play action, the bootlegs. They got a bunch of talent uh, they took in terms of the lottery with uh you know with with London and Pitts who go underutilized. So Atlanta makes sense. They're the favorite. I think it's rightfully priced. Uh, what do you think they should do? What do you think they will do? All right. So DraftKings has a prop up. Where will Justin Fields take his next snap? Falcons, odds on favorites, minus 120. Bears at plus 185. Steelers at 3-1. to one. Raiders at 7-1. to one. Broncos at 13-1. to one. Once you get past that, I don't think anything's realistic on this board. So the good thing for Fields is there's, and the Bears is there's competition in the market because I do think he's the quarterback probably in most demand. When you're looking at Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, because he's a young quarterback who's a playmaker, and a lot of teams are going that direction with a mobile quarterback, I do believe the Falcons should be the favorites here. I don't even think the Bears should be the second choice. I, He's gone. I think Fields is out of Chicago. It's just a matter of where is he going to land. So the Steelers, yeah, definitely an, an option. And you got to consider the Raiders because Luke Getze, his offense coordinator in Chicago, is now the <laughs> Las Vegas O.C., uh, so they're going to take a hard look at Fields. I think it's Falcons, Steelers, or Raiders. I do think the Bears should trade Fields uh, for one of the reasons you said. Uh, it makes a lot more sense here to start this uh, rebuild with a quarterback and a rookie contract, whether that's Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels. Uh, I'm, I'm not convinced you should take Caleb Williams number one. And how about this, Will? If I'm running the Bears, Ryan Poles is running the Bears now. First of all, I want to be in on all the workouts and interviews so I have all the information before I make this decision. But from what I've seen of these players in college, I'm not convinced that Caleb Williams is the number one pick. I actually kind of like Jaden Daniels a little bit better. Can you trade down? The Washington Commanders would love to have Caleb Williams. They would give away a ton to get that number one pick because he's from the area, he's the face of the franchise. Commanders are uh, you know flipping the switch with a new start, and he would be – uh, a home run for the commanders if they could get Caleb Williams at number one. So they're going to give away a ton to move up a spot. If on the Bears, I really got to consider trading down to number two and taking Jaden Daniels with that two pick and everything else you're going to get from the commanders in a trade. What do you think? I love it. Yep. And I think people have made the mistake. And, um, you know, you illustrated well. People made the, mistake, made the mistake of saying, hey, it's A or B. It's Fields or Caleb Williams. They could do exactly what you said. Let's say they like May better. Let's say they like Jaden Daniels better. You can move to two. You can move to three. It's gutsy. It's it's bucking conventional wisdom. But if you get Caleb Williams in your building and he rubs you the wrong way in an interview, you don't like his tape, whatever it is, uh, just cause, uh, we've learned this with the draft. Just because the market thinks one thing, just because he's going somewhere in mock drafts, there can be very differing opinions. I mean, just because uh, nobody agrees on all this stuff. Uh, and just because you know the, the draft board says something, the mock drafts, the odds, that doesn't mean that the GM thinks a certain way. So certainly an option and that you'd be setting yourself up with a hell of a lot of draft picks, uh, a young quarterback, a defense. If you're t- Even if you're torn between the two players, I think moving down mm-hmm. is, is definitely a formidable option. You know, it's interesting, too, because uh, before last season, I, I thought, well, Caleb Williams got to be the number one pick. He shows flashes in his game of Patrick Mahomes. You don't want to make that strict comparison because that's a lot. 
to ask a player to live up to. Patrick Mahomes, the most dynamic player, and Wes Reynolds, co-host on this show Monday through Thursday, and said, you know, you can make a case right now. Mahomes is the best quarterback ever in the NFL, most talented quarterback. I remember, you know, you don't want to listen to a lot of the airheads in the media, too, and their opinion on quarterbacks because these guys don't break down the tape and they don't watch a lot of the games. Have you seen that freezing cold takes uh, clip on, that's making its rounds on X on Twitter? When Mahomes was drafted 11th overall by, by the uh, Chiefs at the time, he had guys like Screaming A. Smith on ESPN saying, I don't like this pick. It doesn't make any sense. You know, those guys don't break down the tape of the quarterbacks. They have no idea what they're talking about. I actually think if you go back and watch the USC-Notre Dame game, you're going to find a lot to nitpick on and tear apart with Caleb yep. Williams. That was a really poor performance because uh, mechanics got sloppy. There were a lot of games last season where I didn't like what I saw with Caleb Williams. Jaden Daniels was really well coached by Brian Kelly, and I thought he had a much better season. That's why I'm saying that if you're the Bears, you've really got to consider this. Not crazy at all. Yeah, that game in the rain, that Saturday night against Notre Dame, that was concerning. You're going to take a kid. For, I don't. He's not from California. I think he's what, a Midwestern kid, but still, a kid who plays college ball at USC, and you're going to put him in the cold in Chicago where it, once it becomes November, December, and later on, if you're hoping to go to playoff games, it's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. That's a factor. It's a tough one. Again, it, it's yeah. really hard trying to f- figure out who's going to be good in, in the NFL. I mean, I could think back to years ago where I was convinced Brady Quinn was going to be a really good quarterback. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's very hard. It, it doesn't always translate the way you think. Guys that you don't think are going to be good are and vice versa. I'm, I'm sure you've had, you know, you, plenty of guys that, that you thought were going to be good and, you know, didn't, didn't turn out to be. So it's fascinating. But the one thing I think we agree on is it's hard to bring back fields. It's hard to build your team around fields and pay them just – Go the cheaper route. Go the younger route. Build around your defense, the picks. Bears are set up to be in good shape here. That's interesting. When uh, Mahomes went uh, number 10 to Kansas City in the 2017 draft, there are a lot of people saying, who? I can't believe uh, the the Chiefs took Mahomes and look how that's uh, panned out. But in that same draft, the Bears, for those who forget, traded up for Mitchell Trubisky at number two. Uh, That was a puzzling move. In terms of it's this, early. I'm not ready to call that a, a bad move yet. It's yeah, it's true. Trubisky's still got a chance to outplay Mahomes. You're right. Now, when you take a look at this Justin Fields prop, who would you bet on here? Uh, Falcons at minus 120, or would you say Steelers or Raiders more likely? Because I, I think he's out of Chicago. I would not even consider that. Yeah, I'd probably play the Falcons at minus 120. Seems like there's some mutual interest there. Um, they obviously need a quarterback. A few of these teams need a quarterback, but I think the I think that the Falcons are the, the rightful price. I don't know. Would, would you? Is this worth a bet in your opinion? Well, there was a better number on the Falcons before now, yeah. so you're a little bit late to the party. But he played his high school football in Georgia. Played one year for the Georgia Bulldogs. Right. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a big push in uh, in uh, in Georgia for the Falcons to make this move for Fields. I think he. Sh- I think the Falcons should be the favorite right now. But again, you bet you missed the best number on that. I wouldn't. You guys bet this stuff in Vegas. First of all, we uh, we can't bet at DraftKings. You know that, right? Because we. I know, but other uh, there's there's other books though that are. Nobody out there. else has put this up right now. Nobody okay. else in Vegas has put this up. That uh, is. So the Russell Wilson prop is out there too, and I, I think the Raiders are going to make a serious run at either Russell Wilson, Justin Fields, or Kirk Cousins. And right now, when you look at the Russell Wilson prop at DraftKings, the Steelers are the odds-on favorites. There's been a, some rumors out there in the media this week that the Steelers really like Wilson. There's also talk that they really like Fields. Steelers minus 225, Raiders plus 550. 
I don't think there's any doubt that Sean Payton wants to dump Russell Wilson, right? No doubt about it. Um, the Steelers are in this little cycle here where they're just they're they're so uh, just committed to like winning nine games and losing in the first round of the playoffs. Like you got to face facts here. You got to uh, we talk about Mahomes. Mahomes is the enemy now. The, the goal has to be when you wake up, how can we put together a team, a quarterback that can beat Mahomes? Mm -hmm. Russell Wilson's not the answer. Maybe you can bleed out. Uh, nine, maybe 10 wins with Russell Wilson, but you're not winning a Super Bowl with this guy. So that's not the route I would go. I, I get it. He's a competent player. You know, you're just looking for, for an upgrade, I guess. The rest of the team's not bad. I, I guess it makes sense, but that is not the direction I'd go if I'm the Steelers or really any of these teams. What about Kirk Cousins? That prop is up there as well. Still with the Vikings, or you think he's going to be on the move? Because there's some Raiders reporters who actually think that this team's got some interest in Cousins too. And Raiders are 10 to 1 on that prop. Vikings minus 200. Yeah, I do think the Vikings are properly priced. But how about the Patriots at 8 to 1? You get a respectable quarterback. You could bring in maybe Harrison. All of a sudden, with that defense, Harrison Cousins, you got a decent team. Probably goes back to the Vikings, though. I don't know. That's going to be really interesting to see what happens with the quarterbacks and with the draft. And uh, we got plenty of time to talk about that stuff, too. But, uh, Will, we're going to get back to the Circuit College Hoops Challenge after the break and analyze some more college basketball games. Stay tuned here to the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new players can deposit $5 and get a no sweat bet up to 1000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. 
Download the app and use promo code VSEN when you sign up. Official sports betting partner of the NBA DraftKings. Use promo code VSEN. V-S-I-N, no sweat bet. All right, Will Hill, let's talk about the association here for a minute. Uh, Going into uh, the weekend, the Lakers are going to be a a play-in team, and uh, they're in that nine spot in the West. LeBron back in action uh, finally on uh, Friday night. Do you like the Lakers to make the playoffs or no, and did you bet this prop? I did bet the prop. It was like minus 120 Thursday before they lost the Warriors or some. I saw some minus 150 shop around. I think minus 150 is a fair price. You can find that. Look, they're going to be in the plane. I think the plane gets lumped in together, but the plane is a big difference between seven, eight, nine, and 10. If they're the 10, and I do think they're going to be the 10, you're talking about having to win two road games to get into the playoffs. They are only a few games over 500. They're neck and neck with the Warriors, but the problem is the Lakers schedule the rest of the way is tough. I think they got the eighth toughest schedule. The Warriors have a really easy schedule. Warriors, I think, have found something with this new rotation with uh, Pazinski, the, the kid, the rookie they drafted. They're playing Clay Thompson less. And if their scenario, if the Lakers scenario is at the Warriors, at the Suns, and you basically have to hit a two-game parlay winning those two road games to get in the playoffs if you're the Lakers, I'll take my chances with the minus 150. So I know uh, I know the league's not going to like it, but I do not think this Lakers team's going to the playoffs. The scary thing is, they're only a few games over 500. they They've had LeBron healthy. They've had Davis healthy for the most part. And those are two guys that are usually good to miss a good, you know, 20, 30 games. And, and they've both been healthy here. And they're still not in position to uh, to make a playoff spot. At DraftKings, Lakers 30 to 1 to win the NBA championship. Don't bet that. Don't no. bet it. Uh, the only banner that LeBron is going to raise with the Lakers is that play-in tournament or that, uh, excuse me, in-season tournament uh, that the Lakers won in Vegas in November. I just don't see it happening well. Right now in the 9 and 10 spot are the Warriors and the Lakers, and I don't think those teams are getting out of those two spots uh, when you look at the teams that have got to climb in the West. So um, I agree with you. I, I think the Lakers know in terms of playoff prop is a side to play. What was the number you got on that? It was 120 Thursday, and it was 150 going into Friday. So we'll call okay. it 150. I think 150 is very playable. Did you bet any other uh, NBA futures? You got back from uh, the fall or at any uh, point during the season? I mean, I took a shot at Kawhi at like 100 to 1 to, yeah. to win MVP. I, I don't think that's that. necessarily going to get home. But I just thought it was a good number grab. I th- saw it go as low as 35 to 1. Again, it's probably Jokic's to lose. Uh, what Jokic did the other night, did you see that? He scored, I, I think he scored, f- uh, he made every shot. He was 10 of 10, 15 points, 15 rebounds, 15 assists, something crazy without missing a shot. I mean, he's just, a, he's a tremendous player. I mean, you and I are on the same page, though. This, you know, the NBA, they've killed their regular season. It's just, from a betting standpoint, it's one thing, but it's really, it's become a playoff sport. I mean, they don't take the regular season seriously. They don't take the All-Star game seriously. The preseason doesn't matter. Uh, they're putting themselves in a position where it's just, it's it's April to June, and that's their sport. JVT does a great job with his uh, daily scouting reports, and he writes up his plays and analysis and all the games on vcin.com. Check that out. You really got to spend a lot of time handicapping this stuff, and sometimes yes. it's guesswork you know, overnight or in the morning, try to figure out who's going to be on the floor uh, that night. And uh, if you don't have the time to put into it, JVT is a shortcut for you. Hey, let's uh, take a look at the plays I'm going to use in the Circuit College Hoops Challenge this week. And again, Wes Reynolds and I are auxiliary contestants here. We're not competing for the uh, official prizes. we got 10 contestants, two in the auxiliary. And, uh, Will, you're the defending champ, and you still have not collected your prizes from last season you get a cabana at Stadium Swim, 
you get a trophy. I can't remember if you get something else. I'm going to have to look it up. But you've got to get out to Vegas at some point and collect. I've got your trophy. April, I get a Matt Newman's autograph something too, and I think a Burger King gift card. Um, so it's a, uh, it's quite the package. It's quite the patch. I'm a uh, package. I'm expecting. I'm curious, by the way, that that Burger King gift card. If Dan Miller has spent his uh, his Burger King gift card, I know you were talking up the hash browns last week. The bre- the breakfast, he says half of it. So that's good to know. I still got to try that breakfast. But yeah, April, I will. Uh, April, I will be out there. I don't know that I'm getting a second Cabana with the way this contest is going though. Uh, no, but you got one cabana, so we'll use that in April when you come out of here. And uh, Derek Stevens has got it reserved for you. And uh, that's going to be, what, middle of April? After the Final Four? Yes. Okay. All right. So the defending champ will uh, collect his prizes from last year. Take a look at the plays that uh, I'm going to use this week. And uh, I'm off an 0-5 Saturday, which was uh, just disgusting. And I, I need to bounce back here. And it's... Not a great feeling here. The Baylor is our consensus play this week, and that's my first play, and it's a 9 a.m. game here on the West Coast. Baylor plus 2.5 against Houston. I told Wes Thursday night I was probably going to be on this side. Uh, I like the Bears as home dogs. I was hoping to get three. We get 2.5 for contest purposes. Uh, That's good enough. I decided to go ahead and take it. Well, when you look at the Big 12 right now, Houston's in first at 10-3. and And I loved that spot a couple of weeks ago when Kansas was a home dog to Houston, and I played Kansas and that cast. So I'm going to take the same shot here with Baylor. Houston's got a one-game lead over Iowa State, a two-game lead over Kansas and Baylor. And uh, I'm not going to say this game means more to Baylor because I do think Houston is really pushing here to win the Big 12 in its first season in that conference. But it's a, uh, it's a Baylor team that's pretty good offensively, number four in Kim Palm's offensive efficiency ratings. And I actually think Houston is a little bit overrated with the number one defense in the college basketball. Hasn't really faced a lot of uh, super talented offensive teams. And I, I thought that Houston defense was exposed a little bit in that game on the road at Kansas a couple weeks ago. And the Jayhawks lit them up in the first half. It sure didn't look like the number one a defensive efficiency team, and I think Baylor can do the same thing here from three-point range. You're on this game as well. Is that what you expect to see? Yeah, and I still can't get the Miami game from the Sweet 16 last year out of out of my head where Miami was a big underdog and absolutely just blitz Houston, ran them off the court, yep. scored a bunch of points, I think scored in the 80s. Yeah, I just think this is a good matchup. I think Houston, like they haven't been good against the spread. They haven't been good on the road. I think they're very referee-dependent because they're so physical. They're almost like a football team where – now you could call holding, you could call holding or not call holding on any play. You could call a foul or not call a foul on any play. And I think that Baylor crowd is going to be uh, a factor. Um, noon, I wish the game were maybe a little bit later from a crowd standpoint. I think at eight o'clock, you give the the student section, the crowd, a little chance to uh, to ha- hydrate and get rowdy for the game. But I, I still think it's a good matchup. Houston, they try to keep you out of the paint. They try to keep you out of the middle. They will sacrifice some jump shots. They'll let you shoot from the outside. Baylor's a team that can knock down shots. You mentioned Ken Palm, uh, fourth in efficiency. So good matchup. I think the bigger the game, the more home, the more impactful the home crowd. I think Baylor gets it done. If they lose by a point, we're good. I think I got the two and a half. So I think if they lose by two, we're good. But it should be a fun game. <laughs> it's a uh, you know elite eight caliber game. This is a high level game. Yeah. A little appetizer for uh, for this tournament coming up here, which is not that far away. So hopefully Baylor gets it done here. Is this your most confident pick? Like what if I ask you for your most confident pick out wow. of the five? Would you have one? Not sure I'm confident in any of the picks yeah, after the way last you. week, last Saturday. Now, 
Uh, this is one play I, I knew I was going to be on the home dog here. When I looked at the schedule uh, early in the week, I knew the, the way this set up, Baylor off that loss at BYU, I thought the home dog was going to be a good play here. Ray J. Dennis, Jacoby Walter, those are two guys, two big-time scorers, who uh, I think is going to get Houston some problem. I'm a little bit concerned about getting beat up around the rim because Houston's a better rebounding team. Uh, but hopefully uh, – what I like to do, what uh, Will, a lot of times in college hoops, is play really good teams – that are home dogs, and that's what we got here with Baylor. And I still think Houston's a little bit overrated in the betting market based on the Ken Palm numbers. I don't think Houston's as good as the Ken Palm numbers, and that tends to shape the betting market uh, sometimes. Another play I really like is Kentucky uh, based off the situational spot. Wildcats lose at the buzzer at LSU a couple nights ago. John Calipari's got Kentucky playing much better defense, starting with the Auburn game a week ago. Uh, but that was a stunner. Kentucky opened it. You were on Kentucky last week. That was one of your wins. Kentucky yeah. opened a 10-point dog, closed 8.5, and, and wins 70-59. to 59. Holds Auburn to 59 on its home floor. Uh, this Kentucky team's got probably seven guys who are going to play in the association. Auburn, excuse me, Alabama is off a tough overtime win. Going on the road where the tide don't shoot the three-pointer at such a high percentage. I think this sets up well for Kentucky. This open pick at DraftKings. Now bet up to two and a half or three, and uh, I laid one and a half in this contest with Kentucky. You got pick them. The other plays I did use, aside from Baylor and Kentucky, UC Irvine plus one and a half. Kansas minus seven against Texas. Again, I think Kansas is sitting on a big game. I really like what Johnny Furphy has brought to that team in terms of his uh, three-point shooting because I, I thought that was Jayhawks' biggest weakness. Lack of consistent three-point shooting, and Furphy has uh, added that. I think the Jayhawks are going to blow out the Longhorns in Allen Fieldhouse. So UC Irvine plus one and a half, Kansas minus seven, and then UNLV is a one-point favorite against Colorado State in Vegas on Saturday night. We'll get all the plays for the Circuit College Hoops Challenge in the final hour. Stay tuned to the, Sur the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.